What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is March 7th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling. This is your post-Raw review. We got Denise Salcedo here. We are both fresh off a trip to Orlando. Denise, how you doing? You know what? I'll tell you this, Sean. We've done other shows where I felt like death. I don't feel yes. like too bad this time around because I, um, I slept on the plane. It was a five-hour flight back from Florida to oh. California, so I got to sleep. My neck, though, I got to tell <laughs> you, it is stiff as hell because I had a middle seat for all five oh, hours. Oh, no. That was my last-minute flight, so I got stuck with a middle seat, and I mean, it was what it was, but I'm doing all right. This show brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful and AthleticGreens.com slash Fightful. Check it out. We'll tell you about Fightful Select. Uh, Saturday afternoon, we got some news that WWE was being like weirdly secretive about their MSG show. They had TBD listed as Brock's opponent. Brock was originally supposed to go up before intermission. Then they moved him to the main event. They weren't telling anybody who it was. And it was Austin Theory. And I said, Woo! you know what? I said, you know I'm, what? That's not good enough. That's not good enough. We're going to drop a bunch of screw, scoops on Fightful Select. So we posted that uh, Swerve Strickland would be debuting for AEW at AEW Revolution. That did happen. Um, so uh, check out Fightful Select. I had another impending debut. Uh, that we had, I mean, I, I feel like I can just say it. It's not a secret. Jeff Hardy is heading to AEW. I should have more news on that this week. And it is pretty surprising news that, uh, that I'm trying to nail down. But uh, I know I told you guys I would have news on a ch finish that changed a bunch at Revolution. And uh, whatever update I can conjure up about Cody Rhodes. Uh, I was traveling a lot today. Lost my camera. Don't know where that is right now. So that will be up tomorrow. We'll get it going for you guys. But let's talk about Raw. Valab says... Veer refused to come. I mean, poor, I don't even, they didn't even play a video today, did they? Well, I don't know because no. I fast forwarded a lot of the, the break stuff. So um, I don't know if they actually shared a video of Veer today, but I don't recall seeing one. Well, if you want your question or statement read on the air, like, like our friend Valab, you can send a super chat here on youtube.com slash fightful, or you can head over to humperchats.com. If you don't watch the show live, Humper Chats are the way to do it. It works with Streamlabs and PayPal as well. And we'll read it as it fits into the show. But leave us a thumbs up either way. That really, really helps us out. <sighs> Veer Cumming has lost, lasted longer than Emelina now. I don't care anymore. I don't, don't care, care about him no. coming? I just don't care. Wow. I've lost my sense of humor, Sean. This is the theme for today. I have no sense of humor today. I've lost it. I'm I honestly exhausted. just don't care about this Veer thing anymore. It was really funny for a good time, and it gave me some good content. Now I'm just like, I don't care. Who cares? No one cares. Speaking of Fightful Select, Mike Straw had a major report that dropped on Fightful Select today. The WWE has been in talks with EA about uh, their gaming future. Uh, we've got a full story on that over at FightfulSelect.com. Show Mike Straw some love. He is one of the best covering video games out there right now. But we have AJ Lamb saying, so happy for Don Gallus coming out with Omega's music. So many people got out of the merch line for it, and I got no! to move up. <laughs> oh, no. Stop it. That is fucked. That's <laughs> that amazing. Is so messed up. I love and it. 
But it's hilarious because like, why would Kenny Omega come in in the buy-in show yet so many freaking people fell for it, including myself. But like, if I was in freaking line, oh, I would have been pissed. I fell for it because Kenny had a locker room at AW Revolution. There was one that said Omega and the Young Bucks, which I mean, he's still an EVP. Uh, I even got the news and posted it on FightfulSelect.com that he was the person who informed Brian Cage that they were picking up his option. So, I mean, like, he's still doing his his day-to-day work there. Yeah. But uh, RP says, thanks for all the content over the weekend. Uh, fella, I mean, we're at least going to have audio of Thunder Rosa, Top Dalla, Matt Hardy, RJ City, Mikey Ruckus, but I'm trying to track down that footage. Um, hopefully we can do it. My memory card was in there, but uh, we do have a, a full stream of the scrum this weekend as well. I saw Alex and Kate did a three-hour review in which I did not sign off on. But uh, you know what? They did it. So there you go. Hey, what's that over there? Says, I know this is raw, but crazy to think WWE turned people uh, turned away people like Wardlow and Jade. They wanted Jade. I don't know about Wardlow, but they wanted Jade Cargill. It just didn't, it didn't happen. And Jam That Jam says, not raw related. But wondering if there are any further injury updates after Revolution. In particular, Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, and Ricky Starks. Are any of them likely to miss any ring time? Orange Cassidy uh, was getting checked on. I don't know about Eddie Kingston. Tony Khan said that Ricky Starks is fine. I heard of a chipped tooth that happened as well. Um, to on, who? On, uh, Jose, I believe it was. Jose chipped his tooth. The assistant? I believe so. Over the past week, chipped his, his tooth. But um, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. It was sometime over the past week that happened. Nerd Guru says, Raw was pretty mid. Hope you all had an awesome time at Revolution. Hope Becky is okay. She was missed tonight. Check her promo she posted on Insta. She took a hair whip to the throat, Denise. Ooh, brutal. Brutal. I heard she's all right. She's all right now. That's good to know. That's definitely good to hear. JW Pringle says, watching Raw after AEW Revolution, it's like watching junior high football after going to the Super Bowl. So, in some instances, I agree, Denise. But that opening match on Raw was unbelievable. Let's talk about it. Uh, it. It kicked off with that incredible tag match. This was insanity. We had the KO and Seth Rollins promo, and that led to the new music of Alpha Academy, the shoosh at the beginning. I thought it was just him on the mic. I love that kicking off his theme. Oh, God. I mean, it's all right. It could be worse. Oh, no, no, actually. I mean, it's okay. I don't it's care. good. Come on. I well, guess. Hmm. Owens and Rollins were like, this is our path to WrestleMania. This is how we get there, which is, co- okay, I should say comical to me that they wouldn't have them on WrestleMania, but they've left Owens off WrestleMania before. Yeah. So I could see why he would think that. I, I would love to see Owens be like, well, Seth, you don't have anything to worry about. You'll end up there. It's always a problem for me, making sure that I get on there. In fact, we had to face each other at WrestleMania one time. But this led to the tag title match. And Orton was backstage. He was fired up. Riddle was talking about his extensive vocabulary of tubular. And what we got after this was one of the best tag team matches in Raw history, I think. This one was unbelievable. Otis ate a sing bomb on the damn table. There was a, a moonsault into an RKO. This was the most ridiculous thing. Okay, so it was really... Shoo! 
Shush. Shush. No. Why would you do this to me, Anshu? Can you? No, please. I we would look. I think we would lose like so many viewers, Sean, if you just started shushing every ten seconds. <laughs> Uh, but no, in all seriousness, if you're one of those people that haven't tuned in to Raw in a long time, I would tune in for this match. It was legitimately good. I, the crowd, I haven't seen the crowd react like that to a match or anything on Raw in such a long That's time. Great. And it isn't what, even when, you know, there's so many times where you hear loud reactions, right? And there's like, everybody's just sitting there like this. No, yeah. this time you see the people, they're standing up, they're cheering. Um, there was so much that I loved um, some of the stuff that I love was the second that Randy got tagged in. I think that's when this match kind of went to like a whole other level. It was one of those things where he came in and he brought so much fire. Like he hit the double DDT on Seth and Gable. I loved that. But most importantly, I liked when they had, um, Randy hit the RKO on Seth Rollins and he goes for the pin, but Kevin Owens pulls the leg to break up the pin. And then automatically Randy Orton goes to this outside and he puts uh, Kevin Owens, Chad Gable, and Otis through the table. That was like a really nice, like continuous sequence. That was really cool. I loved the stomp from Matt Riddle. That was really, I mean, excuse me, from, from Seth Rollins to Matt Riddle. The stomp off the top rope was really great. The German suplexes from, uh, from uh, Chad Gable, where he just kind of kept going like from one guy to another. He got Riddle and then he got uh, Seth. That was back to back. That was really good. The moonsault from Gable that ended up finding himself at the end of an RKO. Uh, I don't know, Sean, you might be able to tell me this, but have we ever seen anything like that before? Because I don't never, recall ever seeing that. I've never seen one like that in WWE. That RKO was unbelievable. And we have uh, Nerd Guru saying it was an all-timer. It was. It was It was amazing. It was nonstop. And RK-Bro wins the title. I love how into this Randy Orton was. He's like, I'm having more fun than I've ever had in my entire career. And he's like, and Riddle is my friend. And I don't have any other friends. But the finish too, though, with the stomp and then Matt Riddle stealing the victory, I thought that was a really good way to like, uh, it was, it's not every day that we get finishes like that for WWE. It was creative. It actually moved forward. Uh, the, you know, the, the, the stories with uh, Seth and uh, Kevin Owens and, you know, they were all depressed afterwards after losing RK bro. I wasn't expecting them to win the tag titles, but I thought that was a pretty good moment for them. I, I just really liked everything that they did here. Yeah. Lake lock says, damn guys, why do they got to do that to my boy, Chad Gable? He's one of the best pure wrestlers in WWE. He deserves so much more. Well, right now he's in a feud with Riddle Orton, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. That's a pretty good spot to be in right there. This is um, the best that they've ever done with him. So I have yeah. zero complaints whatsoever. Like for the most part, he's getting over. I mean, he's got a couple of sayings now, the shush thing, the thank you. And I forgot what else, but he has a character. I mean, it's been worse. He was freaking shorty G. Come I on. Know. Come on. Cadillac Carson asks if it's better to be shushed or muted. I prefer being muted. I'm going to get people to call me shush Ross Sap. That makes me want to cry. Are you? You're excited for it. I know you are. So, <laughs> Andrew oh says God. tag team match was two fire emojis. It was. It was immediately one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen on WWE Raw. It was very special. Like you gotta, 
you gotta go watch this match. I know a lot of you, quite frankly, don't watch Raw, but you watch our show. Watch the tag team title match. It was yeah. amazing. Yes. Yeah, I said that. Like, literally, you gotta go yeah, but do people it. People listen to me. Omar says hi, Denise. Well, they don't say hi to you. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, okay. Do, do you want to? You want to act? You want to? Oh, recount? I got a funny story to tell you. You what? tell yours first. Go. No, I'm just saying. Go. Oh, what, okay. What well, I'll like? tell the people. I'll tell the people. Don't ever walk with Sean Ross Sapp when you're in a goddamn freaking rush. All right. First of all, Sean, you're a lot taller in person. You stick out like a sore thumb. You're like a walking wrestling journalist giraffe okay and everybody was like sean 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 tell us about cody sean sean can i get a picture sean sean i was like oh my god can we just keep walking and we had to stop because you were getting taking pictures of and this and that and then we finally go in and i was just there waiting i mean let me tell you something walking in back of you not fun Hi, Sean. Hi, Shushross Sap. Love you. Yeah, so that was my experience. I felt, you know what I felt like? I felt like your personal uh, freaking entourage. I felt like your paparazzi. Hey, I mean, all uh, I needed was to start snapping photos of you walking by. At one point, someone said, hey, Fightful. And we're, we both work here, so. No, well, I do have a funny story. So okay. I was hanging out with John Alba in the hallway. Not yeah. taking a big fat shit, by the way. Oh. And thank you so much for posting that. It got over a thousand freaking likes. And you know there's people out there that legitimately believe that. Thank you very much, Sean. Well, they should. And I'm 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 reliable. Hold on. So I had a couple of people that finally recognized me and they went up to me and they were like, hey, Denise. And then somebody came up to John Alba and asked, because you know how he had the, the red suit? They yeah. asked him if he can help them with their seats. <laughs> They thought he wasn't not sure. And then John Alba told me that that happened to him like multiple times. I was dying because it happened back to back. Two guys came up to me and I was like, hey, man, hey, man. And then they left. And then some guy came up to John and asked him to help him for his seat. Poor it was John. amazing. And you missed it. You really missed a great moment. Oh, man. I was mad that you missed it. I'm mad that I missed it, honestly. You, he could have shown you where the restroom is for your big fat shit. Dude, I changed seats, man. I was sitting two rows I know. behind you. I, know I was you... seeing you chow down on a burger. Oh, it was terrible. But I know you moved to the toilet seat. No, I literally moved right next to AJ Awesome, who was in the back row, because I wasn't getting any Wi-Fi. Punk Rock Show says, Denise and SRS equals DS, dual screen coincidence. I think not. Denise and SRS are leaders of the Perfect Teeth Club. I'm having a tooth worked on <laughs> next week, actually. I'm having dental surgery. I'm off Wednesday. Um, so really? I wish. Yeah, legitimately. Are they knocking you out? I've They've got me on oral sedation, so I've got to take like a halcyon. I've never done anything Why like are you that. Being put to sleep? I'll be awake, but not cognizant. Yeah. Why don't they just have knock you out? I don't know. Hollywood Denise Shushedo. Please don't let that stick. I'd rather be step host. <laughs> um, so we're gonna uh, split up the the other Kevin Owens stuff. Obviously, once I can find out. There we go. 
Uh, we've got Orlando saying that Raw tag match was amazing. Last time Randy did an RKO like that was from Matt Seidel when he did a shooting star press. He's done some good ones as well. Like he's done some really, really incredible ones. But those are two that really stick out to me right there. Um, and Orton doing it at this stage of his career is incredible. It's it's just really great. Perfect timing too. Flawless. Also, like it was very beautifully executed. And uh, a lot of people asking about Cody again. What I know, I'll have on Fightful Select on Tuesday. Now, I can't tell you by then if it'll be a lot or not. I had somebody message a friend of mine and say, what's SRS's big Cody update? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who said big? Who said big? I'm just doing a damn update. I reached out to the guy. I heard back from him this weekend. So I'll post what I know. Oh. what, Sean, here's the thing, though. People got it all wrong. They don't got to subscribe to Fightful Select or follow you on Twitter. They just see you on the street and they can just ask you yeah. for scoops. Well, my favorite is when people just, I'll post some, like, I'll say, I'll send a tweet. Hey, Denise, how are you? And then it's like, you never What's once sent me a tweet like that. Yeah, I have. No. That isn't no. true at all. No, you've never sent me a, hey, Denise, how are you tweet? And I know you're going to do it now just to prove, you my, prove me wrong. But you've never said, hey, Denise, how are you? Never in your life. Never. Never. I do it every time we go on the air. No, I usually come on and I say, hey, Sean, how's it going? Literally every single day that I come on the stream, I say the exact same thing. Hey, Sean, how's it going? No, this is you. I ask you. Here's here's a a a recreation every time. Oh, hey, Sean. Every time. What are you talking about? That's you. It always catches you off guard. Oh, because I'm always not on the tab. Oh, oh, well, um, again, to prove you wrong, I have tweeted you that before. Let's just, hey, Denise, how are you? Yeah, 30 seconds ago. It was much longer than that. It was 30 seconds ago when I took the screenshot. Anyway, Josh's town says Cody teased during the Seth and KO promo to open. They're still leaning into it. The undeniable thing. And for those not aware, it's because Cody Rhodes is like one of his taglines is from undesirable to undeniable. Tom says, what's their plan for Seth? If Cody plans fall through, I haven't heard of anything. Haven't heard of a thing. Uh, so I don't know. I'm sure they've got something for Seth if, if it falls through, but Vader didn't fall through. Vader's going into the hall of fame. I'm excited about that. That's awesome. Definitely deserved. Very excited. One of my him. faves, one of my favorites yeah. ever. Like what, what an incredible star. Like he was the the monster heel. I mean, in that era for me as a kid, Yokozuna on one brand, Vader on the other. I was like, oh, holy shit. And when Vader uh, came to WWF and wrestled Yokozuna, little me was like, holy shit, this is going to be awesome. It wasn't, but I thought it was going to be awesome. And he was Frankie Stacchino's daddy. Oh, Yes, he's incredible. <laughs> I'm going to see Mr. Feeney in a few weeks. Wait, what? At a Comic Con, yeah. Wait, he's I'd love still to... alive? Yeah, I'd love to do an interview with him. Oh my God, I love... I, are you... He's... I don't know. Yes, he's if he's dead, I don't know why they're promoting him for this show. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just didn't know that he was still alive. I'm so happy to hear that. I love Mr. Feeney. RH loved your work on Mission Pro's show. Raw proves they can make great matches and arcs, but choose... Not to. Yeah, I, I would agree. 
I, I would agree. Like WWE has the talent to put on banger matches like what we saw all the time. Well, um, this Miz TV segment was not a banger. Miz came out. He talked about how happy he was to be back in Cleveland. He brought out Logan Paul. Logan Paul loves Cleveland. Cleveland did not love him. Uh, they were very, very mixed on him. So then he brings out Jerry the King Lawler in a Cleveland jersey. He is a big Cleveland sports fan. However, it's like <laughs> he's sitting there calling for a WrestleMania in Cleveland. Ain't nobody in that building thinking, thinking they're going to do WrestleMania in Cleveland ever, ever. And then Miz starts healing Cleveland, and he's like, no, it sucks here. Bye. This was a waste of time. This was a lot of talking and nothing happening. The best line was one line when the Miz said winners leave Cleveland. That was it. But everything else was just gibberish. I didn't care for Logan Paul didn't get a good reaction. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just didn't care for this. There was nothing that really happened. This was a waste of time. This this did nothing. I mean, maybe it showed like a little bit of of like dissension between Miz and Logan Paul, but that was about it. Yeah, but even then that was not much, to be honest. It was not good. I was at least expecting maybe Logan Paul to say something funny or something like that, but this Josh, just went on way too long. Josh's town says Logan Paul's the GOAT. I mean, he drives some traffic. Joel Woods says, based on your expert opinion and based on what you heard, do you still think Cody comes to WWE? Yeah, I do. I think he, I think he will eventually. I don't know why they wouldn't pay him the same kind of money that AJ and Kevin Owens is are, are making. I think that I don't know if that's the hang up, but I have a question for you. I'm gonna put you yeah. on the spot. So if you still okay, let's say that he's still going to WWE. Do you debut him on the Jacksonville show? I would. I think that's the ultimate troll. I think that's the one to do it on. Absolutely. Even though they said that Cody and Tony Khan ended on peaceful terms, according yeah. to Tony Khan. Yeah, I mean, I think Tony Khan understands this business. They take shots at WWE all the time. Like, yeah, but it's different when they're the ones taking its shots to you with your own former guy who helped you, you know, start wrong a there. company. Company. I mean, don't dish it. Don't dish it out if you can't take it. Like that's that's just a my... lot of people dish it out and can't take it. But I mean, I don't know about. I, I mean, know. I just kind of it would just be like very interesting. Michael you Keys know? asked if Cody versus Seth is a possibility. Yeah, I would say so. J.W. Pringle says, Mr. Feeney, also the voice of Kit in Knight Rider. He's a legend. And so, you know what? You'll be a legend, too, if you donate a Super Chat or a Humper Chat. Well, we had uh, the Street Profits backstage. And Darren says, it's four weeks to WrestleMania. I don't have a ticket. Should I not be, or should I be worried about not being on the WrestleMania card? Well, Street Profits didn't seem that worried, Denise. No, they, they don't. Want the, they want the smoke, by the way. That's news to me. That's I, know, I should have put that behind the paywall. You really should have. They're they're confident though we'll still be at WrestleMania. So cool. I mean, there's um, two days, man. Get yourself on one of those nights. <laughs> you can't get yourself booked on two nights. It ain't looking good for you. <laughs> do the men's battle royal one night and the women's another night. Like, come on. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the battle royals. I always forget about the battle royals. Omos beat Apollo Cruz's ass, and Cadillac Carson says Omos versus Aziz is happening at Mania, isn't it? I guess it'll be a sight to see, probably for the wrong reasons. Well, Cadillac Carson, this match happened. It existed. I think that Apollo Cruz is way better than this. 
Um, I still don't know the end game for Omos. He can't talk. He can't work. He can't sell. Uh, he's not very charismatic. And he's about to face Commander Aziz, who does all of those things, maybe not as well as him. Uh, you know what? Today, Omos won more televised single ma- singles matches than Commander Aziz has since he signed with WWE six years ago. He has never won a one-on-one match on WWE TV. I was going to say I would put Amaz above Commander Aziz because they at least been featuring him and doing stuff with him. So I actually can't believe that we're going to head on into Amaz and Aziz because I'm like, who's going to lead this here? You know, like these are two guys that still kind of look a little green, a little green. I was going to say, you know what? I think they are green, but that's not always bad when you use athleticgreens.com slash fightful. And right now you get a one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs when you check out athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients. It's got a multivitamin, a multimineral, probiotic, and a green superfood blend. More in one convenient daily serving. You want to drink your multivitamin. You don't want to take those tabs that pass right through you. Trust me, Denise knows all about that. She looked at, <laughs> She looked down at AEW Revolution when she got off the commode and she saw her solid multivitamin just in there. Not me, pal. I drank my Athletic Greens 1. I took my travel packs with me to Orlando. I was feeling good. I worked all weekend on almost no sleep, which isn't recommended, but you know what? I got that energy and I was feeling good thanks to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. It's got vitamins, mineral, dairy-free probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, superfood complexes, digestive enzymes, mushroom complexes and like i said free one year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com slash fightful as the research changes so will ag1 they are always improving this formula they have over 53 improvements over the last decade so they're not just sticking with what brought them to the dance so to speak Check it out, athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Drew Chandler says, Alex and Kate are why I pay you $5. Show them some respect. I wish they would show me some respect and wrap up their shows on time. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know what? If they, do the, if they do the super chats, I don't care. If they do good money, I don't care. Whatever. CZ says, hi, Denise. Hello. <laughs> Fear and Loathing in uh, New York City says, Denise, how many states did you not have nachos in this weekend? Uh, I didn't have nachos this time because I didn't want to. I'm too scared. Although this time I I should have gotten nachos because they actually had the Tostito bag. So you knew the chips were at least going to be good. I didn't see the sauce, but I just I wanted some food. So I went for some chicken strips. I had an all oh, the fries. Yeah. Oh, they were really good. The fries were really good. The chicken strips at the, were really at the good. venue. Yeah, the fries were great. Like, right. That's that's one of the top arena foods I've eaten were just the fries, the burgers. Ew. You should have gotten the chicken strips. The chicken strips were good. Really? The barbecue okay. sauce. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, the fries were bomb. They were great. Joel says, put Omos and Aziz at Mania and a who rips the pecker off first match. Do you remember that? When no. Commander Aziz was Daba Kato and he was on Raw Underground and he ripped that oh, dude's yeah. dick off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I remember. Sorry. Leo says, have you played 2K22 yet? Is it better? I've got a review code, but it wasn't functioning right. So, like, like the review code, not the game. 
I'm going to dig into it uh, this week at some point. Hollywood Pooper says Michael Keys. Juan Ortiz says Denise needs those greens for those big fat doo-doos. Sorry, Denise. Again, guys, thank you all so much. Super chats, humper chats. You got to get them in. You got to let Denise know. Yeah, you know, thank you, Sean. You're giving, you know, there's, you know, I have haters and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, Denise, she takes big, massive shit. Denise. Sean said it himself. People get mad that we literally eat in the same vicinity of one another. Of course, they're going to get mad over that. It's like the weirdest shit I've ever seen. That's why I was going to say, that's why we didn't eat together this time. We can't, we can't take the heat anymore for eating dinner. Uh, I wish my life was exciting as, as people pretend it is but bianca belair cut an kind of an interview and uh this is with becky not there this made sense like it's not optimal that becky's not going to be there but it's that that's the situation that you're in right there yeah oh wait i was supposed to add to that yeah. sorry my bad i'm running on low energy i wasn't thinking here i missed the bianca belair promo was this the backstage promo? You fast forwarded through it. Yes. Yeah, it was the very one simple. where I was I was trying to think back. Sorry. You you've heard it before. I'm putting the EST in WrestleMania. We know you had to throw it together pretty quickly. You're good. Can't wait to see the match at Mania, but there's nothing to add to this. Perhaps a little more to add to Edge's promo. He came out and he was like, "You think you know me? You don't. You don't, AJ. You're at home. I hit you in the head with chairs." Ha ha. So I think this we can call this the super emo edge. Like Edge is emo now. Like he turned out the lights, didn't want to talk to mom and dad, turned down the lights. Came, he cut his music out, right? Like more than half, like halfway. And he was walking without the music, had the hair, you know, pulled up all black. Um, the promo itself, I thought didn't, when you come out like that with, you know, without the lights and you're being all serious, I'm expecting something dramatic on the mic. I'm expecting something like, ooh, what's going to happen? I thought the follow-up was really much of nothing. Uh, really, the only thing was just like, ooh, the lights are off and he's walking. You know, it's funny, though, for a second when he came out with the, the blue lighting on his face, he kind of looked like Seth Rollins. Did you <laughs> notice that? Yes. I, I When I saw that, I was like, I thought he – Kind of looked like Rollins or Malachi or somebody because yeah. of the lighting and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like Piledriver saying he's a little misunderstood. He is a little misunderstood. I, I don't know if I needed to go that that weird, that that deep into it. It's just like, okay, he beat up the guy, but this one, this this interview didn't quite capture me. He didn't say anything. Like, really, no. what did he say? Not much of anything. That's hey. what I'm saying. Like, if he's coming out to this big dramatic entrance of, oh, I'm so mad and, you know, I'm expecting WD- that to be followed up. Well, WWE loves to do that with their bearded wrestlers. They had Malachi do that. They had Bray Wyatt do that. Like, you talk, but you don't really say anything. You yeah. don't say anything at all. Mark says, the edge stuff is hopeless. The mountain of omnipotence is one of the worst lines ever. I don't think it's one of the worst lines ever. Because I don't mean okay. As (laughs) sorry, (laughs) do I sound really stupid? No, I was about to say I don't think it's one of the worst lines ever. Because I don't think the WWE audience knows what omnipotence means. (laughs) And then me, what does it mean? (laughs) Great, I'm stupid. It's having it's having a lot of power. (laughs) Thanks. You know what? I'm here to represent all the stupid people. (laughs) Very happy that I can contribute. 
That was on cue. Nicholas says, in the words of Edge himself, I understand. And J.W. Pringle brings up the blue blue light scary Edge. Creepyish, but no one cares. Yeah, I don't need that much out of it. Like, I, I, I don't need them to go that far over. Sean, I'm eh. depressed. This is why I'm a wrestling report, a wrestling. What I don't know what am I? A wrestling personality instead of a doctor. I could have been a doctor, a I lawyer, think... but I don't have the no. vocabulary. You ain't gonna be a doctor. Let's you get, get out of here. Let's get this out of here. Yeah, this makes sense now. This is why I'm only on YouTube. Orlando says Raw first hour was great. The rest was meh. Still going to WrestleMania since it's my first time going to Texas. Hope to meet you guys. I will be there Thursday and Friday, assuming that I have a camera. Nerd guru. How about this, Sean? Hmm. Get Jimmy Van to buy me a camera, and I'll give you my camera that I have right now. It's really good. Because I'm looking to upgrade. What kind do you have right now? The Canon EOS M50. Canon EOS M50. When I bought it, it was the only... Um, what did he oh, say? so it's the DSLR. Yeah, okay. but the camera I want—I don't know what it's called—but my friend has it and it's great. And he told me, but it was four thousand dollars. That's yeah. the camera I want. So yeah, can Jimmy Van like spare four thousand dollars for my See, new camera? I have a very—I had a really good Sony Handycam that had the mic input. That way, if I needed to quickly do an interview, bam, I slap the mic in there. Somebody can handheld hold it, but um. That thing's gone as hell. And unfortunately, I realistically know that that footage is long gone. So y'all are getting about five audio interviews over the next month or so. Fuck my life. John says, Fightful's the only place I get my wrestling news. Well, you're getting good wrestling news then, John, and I appreciate you. Mark says, how does beating up AJ make Edge in control of everything that happens in this industry? Why can't he control the show to suck less? Well, he definitely contributed to it not being great uh, at all. Uh, but Poor Edge. Yeah, and, and that's not usually the case. I really enjoy Edge, but yeah, he it's could. It's 50-50, honestly. It's it's been it's because he did. I think a lot of the same thing over and over. Like the stories were changing, but he was the same Edge. Yes. Josh says. SRS and Denise, how'd you feel about Punk getting emotional at the post-show scrum? Uh, Tony was getting emotional there too. I like seeing it because we have seen CM Punk as an often... Um, Very cool fella. Not, not even that. Sometimes aloof about things, especially as it pertains to wrestling. Like, okay, for example, the first thing he said to me is, I'm going to call on Sean. Why did I block you? I this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm pretty sure he blocked me because he saw a tweet and he saw wrestling writer and went block. Because that's just where he was at life. Like He didn't want to have anything to do with it. Now you see how much he loves wrestling. Because there were a lot of people that thought, well, he's gone, so he doesn't care about wrestling whatsoever. Well, it's not that he didn't care about wrestling. He didn't care about what was happening then. You can see how much he loved it. And uh, shout out to Righteous Reg for making CM Punk cry. He did make CM Punk cry. <laughs> I think he pressed the button and was... He was ready to go, man. And then that's it. It just kind of continued. And then there was the another person. I don't know his name when he showed the tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that CM was Punk really had like a very strong reaction to that, too. And then yeah. he got emotional just seeing me front row. He's like, Sean, why did I block you? I'm sorry. Sorry. I wonder when he's going to unblock you. Well, he said he wasn't. So that's <laughs> How interesting. Sad. But... He knew who I was and knew that he had me blocked. So that's interesting enough. So like, I don't know if somebody sent him a tweet or he just happened to come across my tweets and was like, why do I have this asshole blocked? Do you think Such he maybe unblocked you and then reblocked you? <laughs> no, I don't think he's interested in unblocking me. We get along just fine. But like, yeah, he gave me a great answer after that too. Like he was, yeah, he, did. He, he was wonderful at the scrum. He was, he was great. Yeah. Uh, Michael Key says AJ Styles would have been there, but he was busy taking a crap. Denise can relate, I'm sure. I wish I was taking all these big craps that you seem to be promoting. Okay. I'd, pro- really? I'd be super skinny right now. Oh my God. Listen, Damn. Listen, I'm Please not going to bless my bladder. I would love okay. to shit as much as you promote. Okay. Listen, I'm not going to say who, but who? I was, I was, I'm not going to say who, but I was at a wrestler's hotel room this weekend and they had a giant bucket that just said super colon cleanse on it what and i was mean? like damn is that like, to shit like to shit more yeah where can we buy that i want that i don't know they're not a sponsor so don't go get it oh. um plus it was it was basic <laughs> like there were no frills it but, let you know what was up. You got to take the day off for that, man. I know. You can't plan a full day and be cleaning your system. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable taking that and then wrestling later, like, at all. Oh, dear. Well, maybe if you're used to it, it if you build sure. tolerance to it. Sure, maybe. I mean, maybe. if you're using it a lot, I mean, how much is there to take out? Uh, you get to a certain point where there must mm. be nothing left. There you go. What, can you find a sponsor for that? I would love to. Alejandro, hey, boy, you'd be the spokeswoman for that. I'd cut you in on that deal. I'd cut you in on the deal. I appreciate it. Why take big fat shits and lose some weight? (laughs) Alejandro says, 
was this raw was raw this dreadful back in the day like 06 2010 yeah it was it, it was just two hours then um it was um <laughs> people are saying hey dr denise you don't poop <laughs> whatever <laughs> we've figured out i'm representing the i don't even know yes i've had indeed. a long weekend continue on the show as I broke on uh, Twitter since Fightful Select was down, Braun Breaker was on Raw. And to the, to which I say, well, it was nice knowing you, NXT 2.0, because now that Vince has got to look at Braun Breaker, I doubt he's going to be around there much longer on NXT. This was a pretty cookie-cutter match, but at the end of it, Braun Breaker got the, got the crowd on his side, um, got the reaction with the win. I thought... They were about to beat him with that zigzag. They had me sold on that finish, Denise, because I know how WWE is, and I was like, oh, no, they're really going to beat him with a zigzag, and they didn't. So all things considered, I thought this was really good. You introduced Braun Breaker to your audience. Tommaso Ciampa has been like a, a recurring player. The Dirty D-Wags, everybody knows them, and you're promoting NXT. I thought this did an awful lot of stuff for a harm, harmless segment. What did you think? So here's the thing about this is that First of all, Braun Breaker came out. He looked very happy, very, you could tell like he was having a good time, you know, making his Raw debut. So good for him. Uh, the match itself, I thought that they did a good job at really showcasing his strength. And I think that was like the important thing to show people like, hey, this guy's a, you know, he's going to come out and he's going to be this big muscular guy. And look at him, look at him pick up, uh, got a, a Bobby Roode when he got, when he picked up Bobby Roode and held him for like a long ass time. That was pretty cool. Um, I want to say that even though we know Ciampa is not necessarily like the focus in this whole story, you know, he's been part of it and, you know, is part of the triple threat and all of that. But I kind of like how this is causing him to be appearing him to, to causing him to be actually shown on the main roster. Like this is leading to him being on the main roster. And like, I like that. I like that we're kind of getting, you know, a little bit of Ciampa there. I think that's cool. You know, it adds to what he's doing because it's just kind of like, you know, Ciampa could do a whole lot more. So I like that he's kind of, you know, benefiting from that. So that was nice. I like the finish, like the power slam for the win. That was nice. Good stuff. Good for Braun Breaker. Happy Braun, Braun Breaker and Roman Reigns is a big money match in the future if they don't screw it up. If they don't screw it up, that's going to be a big main event. And here's the other thing. Braun Breaker literally had like a couple of lines when they did that backstage yeah. interview. And just within that, like he got over, I think, just because he actually showed some personality. He had more personality than a lot of the other guys that we've been seeing where I'm just like, oof. He was just happy and he brought energy. I'm happy for him. Did Veer come yet? Nope. Anti and Brick says, would have been Raw's best time frame since 2000. Well, 2000, 2001, 2002 were pretty good. but um, That was my peak fandom when I was watching. Off the top of my head, the Batista turning on Triple H storyline was very, very good. There were some really dark periods after that. Uh, I think summer of 2010 was okay. Summer of 2011 was okay. Um, the 2013 were really good three-hour shows. That's when The Shield was in full force and you had... Some great in-ring workers, the Usos, Brian Danielson, uh, Alberto Del Rio was on top of his game then. CM Punk was still there. You had a lot of really good stuff back then. I thought that was a good period as well. Hey, Sean, are you a Triple H fan? Never asked you. He's all right, yeah. Because that's mine and Luke's big thing. I'm a big Triple H fan, and Luke is, does not like Triple H oh, whatsoever. Like He I considers think, him very boring. I think He's well, been I, on opposite sides of that. 
I think you were probably too young to remember Reign of Terror Triple H. No, I was part of that. Yeah, I was part of that. Yeah, but you were a kid, though. You were were a little kid. But still, I was still a big fan of Triple H. Like, he was always my favorite growing up. But that was like some of the most brutally boring television, like that Triple H reign between 0203. It was bad. Well, I didn't feel that it was boring. Kid Denise liked Triple H. I know. I mean, whoever's young at the time, they're going to, they're going to, Sort of romantic, yeah. yeah, romanticize that era. I, I see people that are like, wish it could go back to the divas era, like it was when I grew up, and I'm like, no, they don't. They don't wish that. Well, I want to Los- see bra and panties matches. <laughs> hey, some people do. Mark Losper says, imagine when Braun does a promo about sitting on a hill in invincibleness. He'll be totally over. Mark, <laughs> that's good shit. Anti and Black or Brick says. Uh, 2013 is when I started to get into WWE, so it's nice to hear it was actually good back then. The in-ring was very good. The in-ring was really, really good around that era. They were switching things over. Michael Key says, hold up, bladder. That's not where crap comes from. Juan says, Denise versus the toilet at WrestleMania win. Hey, man. Fuck it. I don't care at this point. You've got, that's I'm your, just you... mad that that tweet got over a thousand likes, and there's going to be so many people that are like, wow, Denise must take really big shits. Hey, did you? Never mind. Never mind. So, uh, by the way, Alex Pawlowski will be starting Sour Graps right after this show. Uh, but we've got a super chat from Mr. Andrew. It says, looking at Vince's comments from Pat's show, wonder what the other options people gave that Vince thought wasn't good enough and went with his idea for Raw. I'll, I'll see what I can find out, Andrew. That's a really good question. Uh, I like that. I mean, I'm sure that was a big turning point for them. Nerdguru says, if they fail with Braun Breaker, then there's truly no hope. Assuming Roman wins at Mania... Braun is the guy to dethrone him. No questions, but they'll miss. Braun is young. He is their next Roman Reigns. He should be. He very much should be. He's got some work to do, but he should be that guy. Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley beat the women's tag team champions, Denise, because Carmella was too busy flirting with Corey Graves ringside. This was a match to do a couple things, get Liv and Rhea a win and to promote the Corey and Carmella show that they have been promoting heavily. Jojo says, no, neither have I. Jojo says, WWE treats the women's tag champions so badly. It's sad that I don't care for the match. Thanks. And Naomi for the win. This existed. I'm glad those two got a win. I am not happy that it's at the expense of the tag champions. Why shouldn't they get a title match now? In fact, go ahead, switch the titles, Put them on Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and I'll take that versus them versus Naomi and and Sasha Banks. Cool. Nothing against Zelina or Carmella. I just would much prefer the match, as I mentioned. Yeah, that was really silly, the whole I'm going to be distracted because I'm talking uh, husband, fiance? I'm not sure. Uh, Fiance, I believe. Okay, yeah. No, that's just a little bit. I mean, come on. It's not like that was her first time wrestling in front of him. And all of a sudden, she was distracted. It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I did like all of Liv Morgan's spots during this. She came in and she was, you know, red hot. Good for her. I thought she looked pretty good for like the couple of moments that we saw her. But yeah, I think one of the, uh, you know, what was just said right now about the women's tag team division. It's a little... Eh, you know, it's a little rocky, but uh, I do like the idea of Rhea and Liv. I'm I'm more so wondering, like, if in this triple threat, I have a feeling 
I would like to see the titles go with uh with Sasha and Naomi, but I do think that Liv and Rhea would probably need them a lot more. But then at the same time, it's like Rhea just finished this whole thing with Nikki A.S.H. And I was kind of hoping that she would kind of go in and start doing something like on her own. But I think that, you know, they could both benefit from that. So there. We've got uh, Finn Balor versus Austin Theory again. This ends in a DQ and nobody's talking about the actual match. They're talking about what Damian Priest didn't do, Denise. He didn't do his finish, which is the crossroads. He did a crucifix powerbomb. Will said, do you think Damian Priest using that instead of reckoning means anything? Maybe Cody doesn't want anybody using the crossroads. Well, I don't think it would be a Cody thing. I think it'd be a WWE thing. Cody uses other people's finish all the goddamn time. So I don't think that he's that worried about somebody using his finish. Because quite frankly, he does it probably better than anybody's ever done it. But uh, this was a big old nothing burger of a match. When I saw it, I said, they can't have either one of these guys lose. Balor's going to defend the title. Theory's got a big match at Mania. So I wasn't surprised this went the way that it did. Um, feel bad for Finn Balor still. Sure. This is not pleasing for him. I've been saying that over and over. I didn't care for the finish. I thought it was dumb. I thought it made Damian Priest look dumb. I thought it made Austin Theory look dumb. It made Finn Balor look dumb. It made everybody look dumb, sure. which was unfortunate. So I didn't like that. Um, the whole thing with Cody Rhodes, at this point, I think I'm at the point, to be honest, where I'm like, show-ups? What? What? I, what? You got to lean. Listen, if this were Smack Talk Showdown, I'd be feeding you lines. Denise, big fat shit Salcedo says, WWE, Cody, shit or get off the pot. I'm confused, Sean. That, that's know. your catchphrase. Shit when you want somebody to hurry up. Yeah, shit or get off the pot. I'm just at the point where show up somewhere, don't show up somewhere. I'm done already speculating. That's what I just said, Denise. Okay, That's but I didn't know means. that saying, okay? It's just it like, means it means take a dump or get off the toilet. I don't talk like that. I don't use those yes, words and those sayings, okay? Isn't it like show up or show down or something? Go it's up. shit or get off the pot. Look, the point is, show up somewhere. I don't care where. Just freaking show up already. I'm tired of speculating. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm done. Pot. Shit or get off the pot. Shit or get off the pot. There you go. Are these Kentucky saying, Sean, nobody says that here. Never heard it in my life. Wally's World says, hey, guys, what are your prediction for NXT call-ups after Mania? I hope LA Knight gets it. Do you think Roxy still comes to WWE? Yes, I do. I do think that, that she comes to WWE. By the way, guys, leave us a thumbs up. But LA Knight, I think, comes. But other than that, Denise, I think there's not a lot of rhyme or reason as to who gets called up and when. Like, I could see them bringing up Wendy Chu. She seems like the type of person that WWE would bring in and have, like, a great, like, comedy, like, that type of career. I think she would do really, really well on the main roster. Um, I could see her winning the 24 seven title a million times as well. Uh, any call-ups that you're looking at? Um, I would still like to see Dakota Kai. I think she's somebody that I just yep. feel bad that she's not on the main roster. I think she's somebody that I would be very excited for that. Yeah. All of these people that are not from like, no, nobody says that. Nope. 
Hey, what's that over there? It says percentage on Jake something in WWE or AEW. Well, I wouldn't completely rule out him coming back to Impact, but um, we reported on FightfulSelect.com this weekend. Please subscribe that his deal was up. Uh, it was originally up at the end of February, but he had a date left on it. So he fulfilled that date, and now he's a free agent. He was not at the Sunday tapings. Uh, he's 32. He's six foot two. He is a big sirloin beef son's a bitch. He is about uh, probably 250, and he can work his ass off. I think that he would be a good... I would love it if Tony brought him in for the new Ring of Honor. I think that would be very good. Um, WWE could also use him. He would. I think he'd be really good in uh, NXT 2.0, too. He did stuff with Cody Deaner and did really, really well there. Sean, I'm going to sue you for emotional distress. Yeah, I bet you will. You're just causing me too much stress. Why? Well, listen... Because because you're causing me too much stress, and and that's it. I'm suing you. For Is that. it because you're worried about hackers? Huh? No. You're worried about hackers. You're worried about yes, about not being able to watch your favorite hackers. shows. Well, you don't have to be with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Change your virtual location with just one click with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Watch region-blocked shows. There was a UFC pay-per-view this weekend. It costs a lot of money. But when you get NordVPN.com slash Fightful, you can subscribe to other services in other companies and save a lot of money. So much that you will effectively pay for the price of NordVPN with those savings. Do you like WDB Network more than Peacock? You can sign up from a different country over there as uh, CM Punk made it known last night he is not a fan of Peacock so you know what if he uses NordVPN.com slash Fightful maybe he will be so happy that he will unblock me on Twitter however right now you get a great deal and an additional month free but even beyond that maybe you you're on the fence about trying it I don't know if I'm gonna like this Sean I don't know if I want to browse securely I don't know if I want to avoid hackers on unsecured Wi-Fi well you know what 30-day money-back guarantee. Hot diggity dog. 30-day money-back guarantee? That's a that's a heck of a deal. Heck of a deal. Avoid region blocking, price discrimination, all that good stuff. Browse safely and securely on all your devices with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Sean, we need to start doing a full screen. For these graphics. No. <clears throat> this is like, I'm pretty sure I can sue you for this too. This also caused me, causes me emotional dismuted. Alan Mark says, Denise, it's a Midwest thing. Thank you. Thank you. Am I, I don't even know if I'm on the air, not on the air. You're on Thank the air. You. You're on the Thank air. You. Kevin Owens comes out. He runs down Texas. Uh, this is after Seth Rollins just looks blankly ahead. Kevin Owens has said that he wants a Kevin Owens show that people will remember on WrestleMania. Now, months ago, or probably over a month ago when I got the news, WWE wanted Stone Cold Steve Austin to do a match. Like, that was the hope. That was what they had pushed for internally. I had talked, I had heard about them trying to get Austin cleared. I don't know if that ever happened. They wanted Stone Cold Steve Austin for a match. That was it. Um, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Kevin Owens is now saying that he wants Stone Cold Steve Austin on the KO show. That'll be good. You know how it ends. Kick, wham, stunner. But um, there are plenty of people that are understandably relieved that Steve Austin probably isn't wrestling. 
there are a lot of people that are disappointed. I get both of them, Denise. Yeah, I get both sides too, because there's the, you know, there's a side of, you know, obviously we know everything in terms of like Stone Cold and his neck and everything and all of that. But on top of that, it's the whole, you know, not wanting to ruin your legacy. That's something important that we need to talk about. I think that you never know what's going to happen when you're out there. And I don't think you want to, maybe he doesn't want to risk having a bad match and kind of ruining, you know, the aura of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, but then the side of people like that want to see the match are kind of the people that I think are more on the sides of, you know what, we feel he can do it and it'd be great. And we just want to see Stone Cold wrestle that one more time because, you know, we can't, can't let it go. Right. So I do get both sides of this. I kind of wanted to see it like, I mean, people were tossing around Vince wrestling, which doesn't look like it's happening. Thank God. What do you think is more probable? Seeing Austin wrestle or seeing Vince wrestle Vince, at WrestleMania? Vince. I always thought Vince. Uh, yeah, by far Vince. Vince has wrestled far more recently than Steve Austin. In fact, let me let me look on. on true. Well, when was it that he did the freaking when he jumped off the little when he was showing um what's his face how to jump off? Oh, Gronkowski, right? When Gron he was doing yeah. Them, yeah off the little platform on NXT. That was nuts. That wasn't even that long ago. Vince McMahon has wrestled twenty seven matches since the last time that Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled a match. Yeah, but now he's like, well, how old is he? Seventy something. Yeah, 70 he hasn't something? wrestled in. Well, okay, he wrestled. That doesn't include the Ryback or the the CM Punk thing either. But uh, how so old was he the last time he wrestled? It was the CM Punk thing, and that was uh, about uh, eight years ago or nine years okay. ago. He was like in his sixties then. Sure. So that's not Mark, too bad. But now you're like in your seventies. Yeah, yeah. Mark Losper says Stone Cold on a talk show is not stupendous. I mean, we saw it at Mania 21, so it's not that big of a deal. Oh, Mr. Showtime saying WWE playing the glass break lame. That was lame. To end the show, they played his music, and people like everywhere were thinking that it was he was there. That sucked. It did suck. Yeah. Nerd Guru said, "So KO is getting a Stone Cold segment. That leaves Seth. Seth no longer has a soul. Is he fighting Cody Rhodes? He should. That should be a big match. I, I think it should happen. I hope. I hope it does. If Cody doesn't go back to AEW." I'd like for him to go to WWE. I felt like there was a lot of unresolved shit in AEW. Like all the stuff with his heel face thing, the the EVPs. I would have loved to have seen that play out. Are you heartbroken that we didn't get Paige Van Zandt and Brandy Rhodes? No. I'm I'm very glad that didn't happen. <laughs> MJ Johnson says it's kind of sad that Kevin's match all depends on if Stone Cold wants to have a match. Why do they have to depend on legends and part-timers? Well, MJ, it's because they don't build anybody new. They never, they they haven't in, in years and years and years and years. They worry about the marquee instead. So you got a couple people that are maybe protected and the rest of them are fighting for continuity and sense and booking and all that. Meanwhile, anybody who criticizes it is told, let that man surf. Who cares? He's getting the paycheck. They care. They absolutely care. I care about you guys leaving a thumbs up because the rest of our Super Chats are non-raw. Drew Chandler says, everybody check out the latest episode of MLW on YouTube. Watch Casey Navarro versus Ho Ho Lun and check out that ref. Oh, wait, that's me. I'm the ref. Okay, so he said the sexy ref, and I thought he was objectifying somebody, so I didn't read that. And then he's like, oh, wait, it was me. And then he says, hi, Denise. Oh, hey, you know what I heard was really good, but I haven't seen it. I heard Jonah and PCO were really great. 
That oh, it was like a oh, banger and, of a match. And sacrifice. Yeah, I heard I'm it was really that good. Let I'm me know because I don't I don't know if I'm gonna have time to watch, but I heard it was really good. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. And uh, shout out to Drew. We appreciate you. Connor says, is FTR unhappy, especially with Dax's tweet this morning? Dax is always upset, my friend. <laughs> he just is. He's, he's perpetually got a chip on his shoulder, and that's not a bad thing. Daniel says, Sean, I get it's Monday, but I'm pumped for Wednesday. The Wardlow stuff, I'm ready for it. Any guesses? I mean, wh- what do you mean any guesses? He turned on MJF. It's over. They're, they're, that's got to be it. Um, MJF ain't dumb enough to let that slide. And he says he thinks Sean is 5'8". You're not far off. I'm maybe 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, Close to it. I don't know. You're pretty tall. I feel like you grew. I'm just standing up straighter, Denise. Good for you. Not taking those big fat shits all day. Hunched over. Hey, what's that over there? Says, with Tony booking ROH, I'm even more interested in what Cody is going to do next. Me too. I am interested in what kind of interest the ROH brand has in it. Like, Am I going to be hiring somebody to do post shows for that? Will people care enough for that? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see how it goes. Eloquence says lost in MSG in that awesome AEW show. Alex Shelley and Jay White had a banger on Sacrifice. That's I heard ma- that too, actually. That's the match I'm excited for. It's oh, it upset me, Denise, because this was in Kentucky. It was in freaking Kentucky, and I was in Orlando, where all these sons of bitches live. And they were here, but little birdie told me they're coming back an awful lot soon. I'm going to be going to a lot of impact shows this summer. So I heard the crowd was really like hot for the show. I heard that your Kentucky people did very well. I love it. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, from what I understand, they've got at least two more Kentucky things on the books and that makes me very happy because a lot of people don't know the athletic commission issues here. A lot of people don't want to run shows here. WWE did not do TV in Kentucky for like eight years because of the athletic commission. They would just do Indianapolis and Cincinnati. So I'm very, very happy. Mark says, given how revolution went, well, uh, AEW will be just fine without Cody. Also three hour reviews rule. They don't rule this one hour review rules though. I'm very happy about it. We're about to wrap that up. Uh, AEW has been fine without Cody. Uh, we didn't need his Anthony and Gogo feud. We didn't need his feud with the Nightmare Factory. They did two pay-per-views before this without him, Denise. They don't need him, but when he's used and he's good and he's clicking on all cylinders, he's great. Yeah, it's just very 50-50 hit or miss. Sean, your sneezing face was hilarious. You look like you were going to die. You are like, it's happening. The I am going to die. coming. <laughs> that was oh. hilarious. Oh my gosh, I just got what? A big email, Denise. What did it say? Oh, I'm not gonna ask you what it's saying because you're not oh, gonna tell me. Yes, I am. Oh, you are. What's the it, email? It is official. Lovely stuff. Denise this is versus it. Sean, you got a lot of people excited thinking you were gonna read some freaking scoop. Come it on. is. It's a poop scoop. Breaking poops. I'm going to use this in my lawsuit against you for my emotional distress and public humiliation. Mm. Hey, this what's is that bullying. Over- you realize this. This is cyber bullying. Oh my God. I'm being bullied on cyber the internet bullying. and no one has said or done anything. 
You, you call me a cyber bull. Being, I am being bullied by my boss. I can't say or do anything or else my job, I'm going to lose my job. Do you That's see not the true. When That's my not Netflix true. documentary comes out, I want all of this to be put in there. This is yeah. very sad. Hey, what's that over there? Says Ian should come back for commentary. I hope he does. Ian is one of the greatest people in wrestling, a wonderful dude, and I would love to, I'd love to see that. Hey, what's that over there? Says Cody could be the next or the first. Cody could also be the new ROH's first signing. Yeah, but I doubt it. Um, anything's possible. And if he really didn't get along with the other EVPs, Denise, having him go over there and say, all right, do your thing over here. Sure. What's a cyber bull, Denise? Say cyber bully i don't care anymore you know what i'm gonna pick a war with this michael keys guys he's been sending a bunch of super sat super chats going up against super me all right saps. michael super comes down to la i'm calling you out buddy he sent a super chat who is super it, you sean can we wrap this up i've been in three states in three freaking days pardon so my language Cry me a river. I've been in four. I don't care about you. I care about me. Josh Weaver says three weeks from now at WrestleMania, the shit hits the fan. <laughs> you need to do that. Here's what you do, Denise. You come out, you've got a glove, and you've got Dookie in your hand, and you throw it at, at the audience, and you go, the shit has really hit the fans now. You see? Public humiliation. Aaron says, Regal running ROH is the feeder for AEW. Thoughts? I think that's a really good idea. I feel like Tony Khan, I don't know if he, he I don't, wouldn't say he hinted around it, but he did not necessarily say that it was happening. And I feel like it was something that, I don't know, I got the vibe. You get me? There was a vibe yeah. there about that. Uh, Mark Losper says, right time to say happy International Women's Day. Yes, it is. Really? After you just publicly humiliated me, telling everybody I shit, and now you're happy International Women's Day. Yeah. Now I'm just angry. <laughs> One says, I think really? I contributed. You're not even going to apologize? <laughs> no, not at all, because I'm not sorry. One you says, I think. We go through. <laughs> Hashtag Denise takes big fat shits. You already One... did that one like a month, like months ago. Well, we're doing it again. Juan says, I think I contributed to the Denise versus the toilet match at WrestleMania as well, Sean. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Nerd Guru says, predictions for the Regal stuff going forward. That's got me the most invested by far. Regal lost the Wednesday Night War, so he and his troops switch sides. I think he will be a part of the Moxley uh, Danielson thing, and I do think that he'll have something to do with Ring of Honor. So, I'm expecting I, I, like a stable there, like with an AW, like with Moxley and Danielson. And I'm expecting him to probably take some sort of role with Ring of Honor. But that's just like expectations. Bugs Bunny Tony says. Khan did mention, by the way, that, yes. you know, William Regal is going to have like a behind the scenes type of thing. Yeah. Helping on and off the screen. Bugs Bunny says, Denise, my wife said your hair looks good. So cheer up. It does look good. Thank you. Finally you you always got good, good hair. hair. Michael says. yours. Yeah, so I just do this and let it rock. I don't care. Uh, Michael Key says, I feel attacked. Am I a toilet now? 
And Nerd Guru says, I watched the punk entrance from last night so many times. At the end of the match, when Colt hits, he sings that going up the ramp. Storytelling. It is. It's his beginning, and it's his, like, sort of middle and end. Oh, it's amazing. When that AFI song hit, I was just... That was the first era in which I discovered what Ring of Honor was. And I was like, who's this guy? Wrestling in basketball shorts and... And coming out to AFI, like that, he was one of the things that attracted me to indie wrestling. That was really nice too. I think it was such a nice moment and everybody kind of had like this, I feel like everybody kind of had the same reaction where they're like, oh, this is so cool and let's all just enjoy it. And then when, uh, when Reg, when Reg made him cry <laughs> in the scrum and he talked about that, it was a good moment. Like Locke says, everybody poops, Denise. I read it in a book once. Wait, you're and- reading the wrong super chat. That's okay. There it is. There it is. I'm reading it. Fear and Loathing says, Denise, will Seth have a match at Mania? Does a bear shit in the woods? Is that another saying? Because I've never heard that saying either. Yeah, somebody asks you a question. If it's obvious, you say, does a bear shit in the woods? Well, of course. Never heard that saying in my life until right now. Does, does a bear shit in the woods turn into a cartoon? Use Charmin and make a commercial about it? Yeah, of course. So I Denise have those. In another language. Oh, the little Charmin song? I'm Charmin. What is it? I'm Charmin clean. Yes. I like song. That song's pretty funny. Riptide said that. Of course you do. Denise, <laughs> did she have those dailies place nachos again? Denise, you brought this on yourself. You never sell for something like this. I don't know what you're talking about, Sean. I'm just here. I'm just like. As we wrap up, <laughs> as we wrap up, TWD fan 10 says, Cody debut in Jacksonville. If not, who is Seth facing? Okay, if no Cody, who do you think? For Seth Rollins? Based on the story that they're doing right now, I feel like there really isn't anybody that feels like an obvious person to me. Is there somebody that I'm missing that feels like an obvious person? No, not really. No, I don't feel like it because it's basically just been like, you know, what they've been, what he's been doing with Kevin Owens. If Kevin Owens wasn't doing the uh, Kevin Owens show, then I'd probably be like, I don't know, maybe Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens or something. There's like, there's New Day over on SmackDown. There's. Yeah, but that's, there's no story. I I know. I know. You're just going to name, like, we're just going to go with random people. Then Yeah, that's, that's it. There's nothing that makes sense. Aaron Alvarado says, let's do an exercise. Vince decides it's his time which is more likely to happen. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie run it, or Khan and the Helmsleys leave WWE. Oh, uh, Nick Khan running it, I think, is a way more realistic situation than Stephanie and Triple H at this point. Any other news on the Owen Cup? Just what we know uh, that's going to kick off in May. The two winners will be at Double or Nothing. Um, I've heard some names that have pitched themselves to be in it, which I think is very cool, but... Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And Michael Keyes says, no comment. Here's some money for you guys. Love you. Well, on that note, we are going to depart like a dingleberry from Denise's ass. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. I'm not answering this question. On the commode. On the commode. I knew knew where you were going with this. I was like, I'll just let you say your little joke, Sean. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Go watch the CM Punk video there so I can make some money off of this trip. (laughs) That's all I've got to say. 
Guys, thank you all so much. I am exhausted. Thank you for all the support. Until next time, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.